Ah, Grandma Talking. We are honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Moff Talkin', delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jake, Hello, Jasmine, Hello, <laughs> oh, Riley's and nice. Cough Boy, and Cough Boy Bowman himself, <laughs> Cough Boy Bowman. I thought it would be fun if we did the whole intro this time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was. And then coughed. Yeah, and then coughed. <laughs> Well, how's it going, folks? Uh, besides the cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's like the a, wrong person that's a, to host this That's one. another thing I forgot to mention. I've got a weird cough. Oh, good. We were just discussing before we started recording that Riley's body is falling apart. Yeah. Because he is cool. now in his 30s. And got high cholesterol. <laughs> yeah. And then your rib broke. My rib your broke. your back, back shattered and your hip yep. is just half a hip now. True. I've turned into the Jake. <laughs> <laughs> the really Jake. It's karma because yeah. first, remember all those times That's I put right. that sad violin. I tried music? to tell a sincere story about my and it came back to get pains. Me. It came back to get. That's me. right. Yeah, my, that poison I've been putting in your coffee finally started to kick in, <laughs> which is weird because I don't drink coffee. Oh shoot, he's been drinking that. <laughs> Cuts well, your dad, and he's just like on the floor <laughs> with a cup of coffee next to him. <laughs> uh, okay, so here we are. Here we are. Yet again for another episode. Last week, you mm. heard something very special. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was a fan fiction. <laughs> oh, episode. yeah, that was a good one. This week, though, you're going to hear something also special. Normal episode. We're going to talk about a book. We haven't done a normal one in a while. I like how the mower came back here right as it we started. It only ever happens when we start recording. Yeah, that is so weird. Here's what I was thinking. If you hear a mower, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, mower. I hardly know her. I was Ooh. thinking, <laughs> you know, Jasmine, yeah. you haven't been on like a normal episode I yet tried since you've been to back. Be. I tried to be. You did try to be. Yeah. yeah. And we had it a bad Discord yeah. episode. <laughs> not because of you, because no, of Discord. Quality, bad. Quality. Mm-hmm. Bad. Um, but, you know, we did like a commentary. Yeah. <laughs> and the then we did a very there. special mower episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, we did a comment. We did a commentary. So there's two weeks, and then we did a uh, fan two for fan two weeks in a row. Yeah, which so, we got more coming up. Stay yep. tuned. Buckle Sorry up. if you don't like them, but they're going to be really special ones. Yeah, um, but I thought it'd be good if we did a little bit of Jasmine's glimmers. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Because I did like what we did on that episode, but then we just had to delete the episode because yeah. it's so bad. It's still there. I don't know. If we get desperate, nah, yeah. it's probably nah. We're just going to do it again now. Yeah, we're going to do it Because you, you know, were missing <laughs> for six yep. months. Nobody knew where you were. <laughs> we couldn't find you. The search Am for I Jasmine. Choice? That's yep. right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> missing by choice. Uh but a lot of Star Wars stuff happens. Like it did. You, you weren't there to talk about the trailer mm. for the oh, new yeah. movie. I wasn't. Uh, to talk about the title. Oh yeah. To talk about video game news. Talk about video game news. I wasn't. So I I wanted to get your takes on some of the stuff that's happened in Star Wars. Okay. And then it also gives us a chance to rethink about some things. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, there was a trailer, a yeah. trailer for the new yeah. Star Wars movie. I think I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe you saw it. Something called friggin' yeah. Star Wars. A trailer came out yeah. for episode nine. Nine. And I said that in German. You didn't know, but that was the pun. German and- listeners write in. <laughs> Tell us. Yeah, in German. I think we got like three listeners in Germany. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, we uh, actively try to appeal to the German audience. Well, obviously. All the strides that we take. They're all visual. You can't see them. We all Good wear Leerhosen. <laughs> Knocked? Yeah, because they're probably listening to it at night. Yeah, right. Um, What'd you think of the episode nine trailer, Jasmine? Did it excite you or are you still skeptical? I think you were the most skeptical of all of us I... for episode nine. Because you hate J.J. Abrams. I you've don't told like J.J. J.J. Abrams. Even though he shares Can letters I, with your name. True. Yes. Can I talk about a little tiny rant that's already been ranted about, <laughs> but I want to rant again? Sure. Because I watched The Last Jedi the other night. Ah. Great film. And a great film. Great film. Great film. And I don't understand why people are so mad at Ryan Johnson's for what? quote unquote he did to Luke when JJ is the one that set it up in the first place. I know. Yeah. Glad we tested those loud levels. Yeah. I'm glad before. we tested yep. those loud levels. <laughs> and I'm really glad I turned her up before that because she's talking so quietly. Yeah. <laughs> and then she got really loud. The old <laughs> Jasmine switcheroo happened yep, there. This happens all the time. Yeah, I I was thinking about that the other day too. Mm-hmm. Cause I was just I read some bad take online about how awful a it was. A bad take that, online? <laughs> yeah, no I way. know. I managed to find one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was something along the lines of why would Ryan Johnson put Luke on this island and do all these things? And it's like he had to figure out a way to make it he make sense. He was already there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why, yeah. Else, why didn't they plan they it all out? They, they think they were just going to get that, like, do this whole treasure hunt to find Luke. And when, right. and when they find him, he's just like, Oh, congratulations! You solved the riddle. I'm gonna come help <laughs> yeah. fix everything now. He's like the game maker in Ready Player One. <laughs> yes. Well, Jake, anyway, here's the problem. Yeah. They should have. I don't know why when they bought Disney or when they bought Star Wars in 2012. Yep. They should have sat down, mm. planned out every movie yes. in advance. They should have written That's every right. word verbatim for this what was going to happen. This is going to be some kind of class in a business class. <laughs> but you can actually ruin a franchise yeah. by not planning out by every not planning single out every detail. detail and making sure it all works according to real world like physics and rules. Yes. You can't have any metaphor in a movie. It has to be completely real. It's like a documentary. And it's, you know, a lot of people uh, know that the idea to have Luke on an island in exile was actually George Lucas's idea. And that was mm-hmm. part of the stuff that he turned into you Disney. You need to bring George back to fix everything. But Get he, Kathleen Kennedy out of there. But he would have gotten into the midichlorians like he said he was going to. That would have made people happy. That would have If been Luke really was good. on the island looking for some midichlorian stuff. That's one thing people really love. Anyway, what if they just... What if they just get to the island and they find Luke? He's just sitting at a table with a microscope, looking at a little blood sample, <laughs> counting the midi chlorians in the blood, and then he's yeah. just like, "Hey, guess what, guys? I figured, I figured it out." And I hope he would do the clap thing that you just did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've got twelve. <laughs> That's more than Master Yoda. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, takes on Last Jedi are bad, but do you yeah. have good feelings about no. your best friend, JJ? <laughs> no. Okay, no, you, don't you do have, not. So you don't, are not, you're not looking forward to this movie. I am, because it's episode nine. Are you going to boycott episode nine? No, are you on the saltier not. than crate subreddit? So, yes, Jasmine, no. <laughs> Jasmine, Emperor Palpatine. Okay, that's the one redeeming factor. Yeah, it looks really cool. Here, I'm going to give does. you another redeeming factor. 
Ray does a backflip over. Ray does a backflip, and it looks really stiff. And like, no, it does not. Bad. You look it really stiff. Bad. Yeah, thank you. I look really stiff because actually. of my back. Yeah, <laughs> you're one to talk, <laughs> Mister Broken Rib Cage over here. I don't know. I just I really wish they would release another trailer because the one they gave us was nothing. Yeah, it I is nothing. It's nothing. I went back and watched it and was like, man, other than the race scene. I don't want too much, though. I don't oh, want I do. Too I want to know everything. I don't everything. want too much. I guess, I guess the Emperor Palpatine laugh is a good little like sneak peek, but the, besides that, it's just nothing. The yeah. trailer for me, it just like, it showed me a lot of images that I don't understand because I don't have context with the movie, mm. but they were cool images, and there was cool stuff being said, and Leia's theme was playing, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then the Emperor laughed at the end. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I want to watch this movie. Can I talk about, real quick, Yes. Yeah. a theory that I came up with while Ooh. watching The Last Jedi? Yes, I would yes. love that to hear That may this. have been said many a times before, but I want to talk about it What's right now. What's your theory now? What if Rey is born of the Force by Palpatine? Wow. So you did not listen to you our You did not episode. listen to our episode. Because that's exactly what we talked about the whole time. <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out if I'd heard the theory before, but it is one that it we said. It is our theory, yes. But no, seriously, that makes yes. sense. I think it? that's what it's going to be. And and then, well, I think it's like he created Ray. Yeah. But the difference this time is that he had, there was actually two parents instead of one. Yeah, that's and true. She, and the parents were like, we don't know what happened here. We did not yeah. want a child, and they literally just chuck the child on a planet and leave. <laughs> literally, exactly. And then what he I can't. Said. And then Palpatine can't find it. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, "All right." I did not say that Palpatine can't find it. That's interesting. <laughs> Palpatine can't find he it. Can't find where, it. Where I he like he put a note in the fridge yeah. for himself, and he's like, "Where I where swear I, I wrote it ray? down. I put this ray somewhere. <laughs> I know. I so leave he it in the fridge." He did what Walter White did. He like scratched off the coordinates on a lottery ticket. <laughs> Yeah, so then his next best thing, because he can't find Ray, is a Skywalker bro. Mm. <laughs> Skywalker bro. Yeah. I yeah, I'm totally with everything you're saying. I think that I I do think that's gonna be the the twist. And I, I, I kind of think so. as much as I don't there's no need to appease people that don't like the Ray is a nobody theory, but mm-hmm. I think I, that's a cool Ray is a nobody theory. I though. agree because my assertion would be that Anakin was also a nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, he like his there wasn't anything special about Shmi that we know of. He didn't know that he was special. He came from nothing, nobody, and he turned out to be the chosen one. And we already know Palpatine is not creative. His Death Star got destroyed and he just built a Death Star 2. So he's not going to have another idea. He, you know what? I just thought of another thing that I'm mad about. Nobody said when they saw episode one, so wait a minute. Anakin's parents is just some random lady. He's just a nobody. True. But why do we? So why do we care so much about who's Ray's parents are? Who's Ray's parents, who's Ray's is parents ours? are? I, I don't care who Ray's parents are. Do you guys think? What if this is a guy named like? Do you Frank guys Stevens? think the prophecy is about Ray? I think mm-hmm. every trilogy that happens keeps on making it about somebody else. Like, yeah. I really like the line in uh, Episode Three. Where everyone's like, well, but Anakin is the chosen one, right? <laughs> he didn't say it right? wrong. Anakin like, <laughs> is the chosen one, right? right? He's not from Canada. <laughs> but, uh, and then Obi-Wan's like, that. a prophecy. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of the way Aiden Christian said it. <laughs> you're thinking of Anakin being from Canada. Yoda says a, a prophecy that could have been misread. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I like that yeah. idea. 
Well, here's what I do think is kind of retroactively the case when Obi-Wan says that boy was our last hope and Yoda says, no, there is another. Yeah. I now think it's supposed to refer to Rey. That could be. You could have read it that it was Leia, but yeah. now I think it's like, yeah, it's Rey. Well, I guess in context of that scene, because they were just talking about Leia, weren't they? No, they said that boy was our last hope. Yeah, but weren't they talking about Leia before? I guess not. I guess no, it's no, not that was just movie. Luke yeah. packing up to get on his uh, X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's my idea, though, is we've gotten... I can think of two off the top of my head, recent books slash whatever, that have gone real deep into prophecy. Master and Apprentice yes. is like all about Qui-Gon's relationship with the prophecies mm-hmm. and, and what he what he thinks about them. And then that... um. Jedi Lost, that Dooku Jedi Lost thing. Oh, yeah. Which I am still struggling to get through because I really don't enjoy it. I don't like the audio. It's bad. It is also all about Dooku being obsessed with the prophecy. I just feel like there's a lot of emphasis being put on the prophecies, and I'm wondering if the books that Rey has might also contain some of those prophecies, and mm. and then she's the one that turns out to fulfill it all, and she destroys everything. And then there's just nothing post-Episode nine. And then from here on out, all Star Wars stuff is before Episode Nine because good has finally defeated evil. I think that there will definitely be stuff after Episode Nine, but we'll get into this later after we're out of Jasmine's glimmers. We've definitely been just oh, hearing all of your right. takes all and of your only takes. yours. No one else is um, speaking. I think that, uh, and hey, stay tuned for a future fan fiction episode for how this might play out. But what I think what they're setting up for is the Thrawn trilogy rebooted in new canon. It's like a fan fiction that's going to be like six months away. <laughs> oh, no, You're, you're no. teasing. A, I'm, I'm blazing through this Are you this blazing one. through it? Yeah, it's and it's good. Well, <laughs> leave that in. Yeah. No, Um, but I think what they'll probably do next is, I, I just have a hunch that whatever Dave Filoni is working on mm. is going to be Fave a Deloney. big- Has anyone ever said that? Fave Deloney? <laughs> uh, Fave Deloney? Yeah. That's I wish, good. I wish someone had said that. Well, you did. Oh. So your wish has come true. Good. Um. I I think whatever he's working on with all the teases at the end of Rebels mm-hmm. and with what they've done with the Thrawn trilogy, this new Thrawn trilogy, uh, I think they're setting up for the story between six and seven. I think that's yeah. what they're going to probably focus on. I, I would love to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite era for a long time in the EU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before there was a seven, but just post six stuff was mm-hmm. Yeah. Super great. interesting. I love it. Oh, Another theory I heard the other day, Ooh. he says, he thinks, the rise of Skywalker, he thinks, he thinks Skywalker is going to be the new name for the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Also things I that we talked about. I don't get that. I don't, I don't like, like it. One. It's, you did like it on our episode. No, I, I listened didn't. to it That's recently. Not true. You're a liar. <laughs> okay. I'm going to timestamp it for you. You have to put it in. <laughs> Okay, if you find it, I'll put it in, but I won't search for it myself. Okay. No, I love proving you wrong, so I'll do it. Um, yeah, that, I, that's been a very common theory, which is crazy, because that, that wouldn't have been my first thought, but I do kind of like it. Is my mic working? It is. I just, I'm just i just trying to think of like calling, like, oh, the Skywalkers are coming, but like I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. The Skywalkers are coming. <laughs> like, you know, like, all oh, the Jedi are coming. The Jedi are coming. You know how people say that all yeah, the time? Right. They'd be like, yeah, people are talking about yeah. the Jedi are coming. Yeah, and... they say that all the time. So they'd be like, oh, the Skywalkers are coming. Two if by night. Yep. Yep. <laughs> One if by two. 
Is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. One if by two, two if by land. Three strikes, you're out. <laughs> what else was I supposed Pull to talk about? Uh, oh, well, there was the video game. You could bring what a horse to water. Fallen oh, Order nice. Jedi. Fallen you Order hate Jedi. this. You hate this game. Yes, I do. Well, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we can all agree that, oh, what's his name? Cal Katarn. Cal Cow boring. Is boring. He's boring. Cow dumb boring face. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Crushed it. Crushed it. I I okay, I I've come around to the like mechanics of the game a little mm-hmm. bit. Lightsabers. More. Yay, lightsabers. But Slice. I don't know. It's still EA, so I'm still hesitant to be fully on board for it. And why, 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 why blonde male lead? I don't yeah. get it. I'll correct you there because I think he has red hair. Mm, red gender male gender representation. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so all your takes are that Star Negative. Wars sucks now. Yeah, every, <laughs> all Jasmine's takes are this she hates everything. You know what? We have to correct it. We have to play the Jasmine's dimmer. We got to play the dimmer corner yeah. now. Yep. <laughs> dimmer. Well, well, we did that. We did that. Yep. That was our news gun, Ray. Yeah. My lord, is that legal? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> All the themes in a row. Uh, you got any more quick hitters? <laughs> oh, my God. I was just about to say quick Dang, there was one really obscure one that I listened to recently, and I was like, oh, we have to remember to get that one. But then I, I like the spoiler alert one. We don't use that much anymore, but yeah. that was... Let's use it right now. Sure. There's a spoiler alert up in here. So close your ears if you don't want to hear the spoiler alert. Because you know what? Well, you know what? Yeah. You can, because I'm going to spoil the third Thrawn book. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Isaac, for coming in and recording that theme and that theme only. <laughs> he the does it live every time. Book. That's right. Um, so I don't know why I did this hmm. because we do not have super positive opinions on Zahn. Although True. I, I think you like Zahn more than I like Zahn. Yeah, I liked the Thrawn trilogy, the original yeah. Thrawn trilogy, a lot. I don't like those. Um, and it's funny because I enjoyed them, but I also was very frustrated by them. But I hated the first of the new Thrawn books. You hated it a whole lot because I kind of liked that one. You did. You really hated I it. I listened back to it so I could like remind myself what the plot was. Yeah. And I was cringing at myself. <laughs> did not enjoy it. <laughs> I was a little obnoxious. But I also agree with everything I said. <laughs> um, Never changed. That first Thrawn book of, of this new series, I did not love because it was so episodic in nature there wasn't really an overarching story it was almost like every chapter was a new little mission and then eventually there was one kind of tiny through line but it there it was just kind of thrones rising through the ranks of the empire the second one i tried to read and i thought was boring did you try to read thrones that's the one i tried to read is that the one i tried it with vader with vader Vader, yeah i got probably like 50 pages in and i was like yeah. On, on board at first. They tried like, to swindle oh, you cool. with the, uh, with with the, the cover. <laughs> well, like Anakin the Anakin and Thrawn, and Thrawn yeah. together. Last. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only problem with Anakin and Thrawn 
for me is that I had the audiobook version, oh. which means I had to hear Mark Thompson read Padme Amidala, and I wanted mm-hmm. to die every time he tried to read Padme. Oh, I'll have some Mark, Mark Thompson updates for you <sighs> oh, on, on this new one. So I did you skip this one, Jasmine, this new one? Have yeah, you tried, have I'm, you tried not it? I'm not that. I've not tried it. So I, you know, I wasn't going to read it because I was annoyed with Zahn, and I thought this new series kind of sucked out yeah. loud. So I was like... I'm not going to do it. But then I kept on seeing this cover everywhere, and it's so good. It's such a good cover. It's a good cover. I all want the chips. cover on my wall. I know. Hang up a painting, why don't you? I, want, I will. And, I got uh, one. <laughs> you know what? We don't have any paintings hung up, so I can't say anything. <laughs> we have one. We're going to fill that wall eventually. This oh, is, that'd be cool. This is really great for the listener. Yeah, just imagine a wall filled just with imagine. paintings. <laughs> right now, there's that, a Imagine one. a wall that will be filled with paintings. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamic podcasting. But I, I was uh, bored at work, and I wanted to listen to something, and I had a free Audible credit. I'm like, hey, why not? Why not? going to listen to this thing. I was going to read it eventually, probably anyway. Yeah, because you hate yourself. Because <laughs> I do hate myself. And uh, I got a take, guys. Yeah? Oh. Zahn's back, baby. Really? I think he might be back no. a little bit. Really? I did not. I was annoyed at first. Oh, no. But man, the end of this book is so good. Huh. And... Uh, I liked the story a lot. Since we're in the spoiler mm. section, I'm never going to read this book. I don't okay. Care what you Me say. too. Me yeah. neither. So if, so where does this book? What? Give me the timeline of where this book ends. This now is this pre? It, does it still end before Rebels? It does. It, okay. So, so we don't know it where seems, Thrawn is. It is a little frustrating because you can definitely tell that Zahn is. He kind of has his hands tied behind his back because clearly yeah. Dave Filoni's doing something with the fate with of Thrawn, Thrawn and whatever and his next show yeah. is going to be. So he can't get into really furthering his story. But uh, this takes place in the few months before the finale of Rebels. And occasionally the plot of Rebels will intersect with the book. Like he'll mention that they just captured Harris and Dula. Okay. And, uh, you know, he'll mention that uh, he just left uh, whatever planet, uh, which is a reference to another. And, like, he references Ezra Bridger, I think, at one point. They, you never, like, get the Rebels character's point of view in the book. Because it is firmly within the Empire. Yeah. But it is all about, the story is all about infighting among Krennic, Tarkin, and Thrawn. Mm-hmm. And that is fun. good stuff. Yeah, that's pretty fun. One of my favorite aspects of Rogue One was Krennic and Tarkin going at it, kind of vying for the Emperor's favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tarkin ultimately trying to take the credit for right. Project Stardust. We stand amidst my accomplishments. My achievements, my not achievements. yours. Yeah. Um, if saying it would only make it step. <laughs> I will good say, mo- good movie. Sh- shout out to Mark Thompson. His Tarkin is spot on. It's a good Tarkin. It's huh? indistinguishable from the real oh, Tarkin. Man. I might have to try and find a clip. I'll bet the uh, Tarkin book's pretty good to listen to. Does it's not read, a good does book. Does he read that one? Yeah, the book's not good. I would imagine he did. He probably. He reads so There's much. probably like some new, fresh, young reader who's about to get their start. He's like, shoved him out of the way. Like, I have a good Tarkin. Let me do it. Yeah. Um, I have a good Wookiee trying to speak basic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that is the most painful section of any book I've ever had to listen to. Uh, yes. So, basically, Project Stardust is coming to a head. Before, you know, remember in Rebels how uh, Thrawn had this tie defender squadron mm-hmm. that he was trying to get together and they blew up the factory or something yes yeah. so his Thai restaurant was going really great <laughs> and i already re- forgot what the name Thai defender defender That's you what just it said it. <laughs> yeah i know uh i don't listen to what i say and mm, retain fair. it 
Um, so that program was going really great, but now that Project Stardust is going so well, it's starting to overshadow his program, and Krennic is starting to gain a lot of traction. Uh, and meanwhile, you know, Tarkin is also not feeling great about that because he's not getting any credit for this thing. Krennic. So it's all about what did I say? You said credit. I said he's not getting any credit. <laughs> <laughs> or Krylit, for or that matter. <laughs> so uh, it is all about these three trying to sabotage each other. Oh, and also some other new uh, Grand Moff that you've never heard of. And of course, he ends up being the guy behind all the bad stuff. Of course. It's like these famous people you know, Thrawn, Krennic. Uh, Tarkin. James. And also Joe, who just started last week. <laughs> He's going to make it through the book. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> the plot of the book is kind of like, um, clearly somebody is trying to sabotage the shipping route from wherever the planet is, where all the stuff for the Death Star is. So, like, the stuff isn't getting to the Death Star. So somebody is trying right. to sabotage the completion of the Death Star. And um, it's so weird when you talk about stuff like this because in my mind the Force Unleashed is still super canon. So oh like, yeah. Oh, I know all this stuff that you're referring to. <laughs> nope, not at no. all. Star Killer is not in this one. <laughs> Vader does not have a secret apprentice. That'd be better. Mm. <laughs> would it? I cannot it confirm or deny. <laughs> It'd be better if Star Killer was the like fourth guy. That's just some random guy. And I don't even. I, it's like Grand Moff Star Killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good name. He still got the shaved head. <laughs> yep. I can't remember what this guy's name is. It's like Silver or something. Silver. 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 It's Oh my god. Wow. Um, that would have been better too if it yes, was Zethros. Uh, so yeah, it is Thrawn trying to manipulate people, and people are trying to manipulate Thrawn. Okay. Because if you will remember, the annoying thing that they kept on reiterating in the first of these new Thrawn books is. Hey, Thrawn, he's a good tactician, but he doesn't know anything about politics. Right. And that would be brought up every chapter. Right. It's also brought up every chapter of this book. Oh, good. I'm glad he hasn't changed. <laughs> I know. I felt like I had not missed a beat not reading the second book. Yeah. I <laughs> now, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Eli's back in this, right? Which He's Eli, also back. Okay. Eli was my favorite part of the first book. He's and not in he's the He's not second in the one. second book. Yeah. But I really like Eli Vanto. A welcome return of Eli Vanto. So is he still good in this book? He's still really good. He's been working with the Chiss. Okay. And kind of trying to be their one of their tacticians because he trained under Thrawn. And he's kind of Thrawn's point man almost. Okay. And they're a little disappointed with Vanto. Eventually, though... He's just a little hillbilly. Yeah. Oh, I love the southern accent that Mark Thompson <laughs> does for Vanto. It's very tactful. It's very good. Uh, yeah, so he kind of gets wind of a, a certain threat against the Chiss and alerts Thrawn. And one of the better parts of the book, I think, is when Thrawn and Eli meet. After all this time, it's been like a year since they've seen each other, and Eli's excited to see him again. And Thrawn's just like, hi. And then he like walks away. Oh. And Vanto is like, Aww. oh my god. He, like, doesn't care about me at all. And uh, that's kind of part of Eli's arc is just realizing how little Thrawn he matters in the yeah. grand <laughs> scheme of any of this, which is kind of cool. Oh, poor Eli, though. He's a good boy. He is a good boy. Does he die? He does not die. Good. Because he, he has to die in my fan fiction, you see. No! <laughs> no. Uh, no, but he does not die. Uh, ask me questions about this book, because it's all jumbled up in my brain. Okay. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> I think he just went through that. Well, but, okay. So is there like, 
you say it's told from the is it more because the way you're describing things it kind of sounds like the first book again where it's Thrawn in this chapter Thrawn is going here arguing with Tarkin and in this chapter Thrawn has got to go squash this little rebellion yeah, over so here. Is there an overarching? Is there something that is tying all of it together in yeah. this book? The thing that's tying it together is that there is this outside threat that's coming from the unknown regions. This really mm. weird uh, race of aliens. Ooh. The Yuzhen Vong. <laughs> it is not <laughs> them, but they are kind of similar. Um, they're called like the God, man, let Chitari. Me, let me look this up. It's the Chitari. Can you believe it? <laughs> crossover event of the year <laughs> i i think these might if there is a connected tissue to They're what episode nine is going to be oh i think mm. these guys might come back might be snokes snokes blokes as i like to it, <laughs> it can't be an alien we know already yeah no it can't be no the no, no they, they these are new of course can you hear the excitement in my voice <laughs> so I, honestly you sound like normal oh <laughs> good to know Grisk. Grisk? Grisk. How's this spelled? G-R-Y-S-K. The hmm. Grisk hegemony. Oh, I like a good hegemony. <laughs> I think hegemony? it is hegemony. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those words that I first discovered it from Ender's Game when I was like a, oh, yeah. <laughs> a 12-year-old boy because it's in there all the time and I read that whole series. And then that's one of those words that I did not hear out loud until I was much older. Yes. So it was always not a lot of people talk about him. It was loud. always hegemony in my head. Yeah, I, you're. I think you might be right. It might be. Hegemony. I think it's hegemony. But so it's the Grisk hegemony. All right. And uh, they are. What do they look like? Does it describe them? They are. They kind of sound like the Yuzhan Vong. They're kind of like these okay. weird, faceless aliens that right. are hmm. have uh, this level of stealth that's. Kind of unique, like they're able to. Kinda like they can't be discovered by the force. Yeah. Oh, also, did the Chiss used to have something called the Third Sight? Is that something that existed in the EU? That does not sound familiar no. to me. But so I don't know everything. There's some crazy stuff about. So the Grisk, like they use slaves, not cool. and they're very mysterious. Like okay. there's and, and there's no, they don't make any art. So Thrawn's like, ah, no art. How can, can I discover how them? How can I figure it out? So he he finds out about them by studying other cultures' art about the Grisk to try to... Mm-hmm. Okay. You gotta have that art stuff. Gotta have a little that art. That makes sense and always is satisfying to read. Listen, I saw Jazz... Spoilers for a future episode. I saw some fan art or some art that Jazz yeah. made. I mm-hmm. feel like I know everything about her now. <laughs> Just from seeing that art, I now know the inner workings of her brain. Yes. I could strategize against her now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She uses the color blue just, sometimes. <laughs> just, mm. from, just from seeing one picture she made. Perhaps representing sadness. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for a perhaps counter. Mm. Um, so, yeah. If there's an overarching... I'm sorry that this is uh, so boring and I'm having trouble articulating things. What's with the... <laughs> what's going on here? It starts out as a plot. It starts out like... It seems like there are these aliens called, I think they're called like Grossic. They're like Minox, but bigger, that are destroying the hyperdrives on the like Imperial transport ships and like sending them off into crazy space. Oh, interesting. So that's, it seems at first like that is what's happening. And that's why the um, stuff's disappearing and not getting to the Death Star. (laughs) So Thrawn 
because he's very deductive and very smart all the time, yes. has a crazy idea. And everyone's like, Thrawn, you're crazy. It doesn't make any sense. And he's like, no, well, guess what? I'm smart all along. And then somebody slowly is like, wait a minute. I see what he's doing. He's doing a smart thing. And then they get and the, he does the smart thing and they're like oh man he was so, smart all along it's every other book it's about every other Thrawn Thrawn every yes. written yes ah! I and, saw I saw an interview with Zahn this man, week about oh. this book and he said it was just the Thrawn books are always fun because he gets to play both sides of the chessboard as he's writing oh no he doesn't and there is like, exactly oh. one side of the chessboard I will say there is this is the most <laughs> two sided of the chessboards of all the books because there are people actively trying to play Thrawn okay that's good uh, because they feel like they know his weaknesses, which that is interesting. Yeah. Um, like, and at first, kind of unwittingly, he doesn't realize that he's really being used by Tarkin okay, at the beginning cool. of this book, which is kind of cool. Um, so Thrawn's very smart observation is like, now there seems to be a pattern with the way these things are disappearing. And what he realizes is these ships are actually being stolen. Mm. He is able to track them. He figures out where the ships are. But then when they look at the ships they, they've been attacked in a really brutal and strange manner by these grisk aliens okay so i my feeling is the these aliens are introduced as being very important and very mysterious but we don't learn a lot about them and they kind of end up having to flee to the unknown regions at the end of the book so my, my feeling is i'll bet we see these guys in episode nine I don't think we've seen the end of these guys. And they also... That'd be a lot to introduce, but maybe. I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling... You remember uh, Remember in remember? the trailer for episode nine how you see somebody repairing Kylo's helmet, but it looks like a crazy alien hand? You think it's a grisk? I, maybe. That's my thought. Yeah. That's, that's my... I'm going to call my shot right here. Okay. Grisk are like working for the Knights of Ren, maybe, and working for Palpatine's Ooh, weird Sith Knights army that he's building up. Also, Kylo having to kill all the Knights of Ren. What's that? Th- what's that about? I want to know. I think that's going to be cool. I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Well, you see, <laughs> they. Well, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why you're wrong. He called him a crybaby once, so he has to murder them all. Now. To be fair, he is a crybaby. <laughs> They can't call me a crybaby if they can never see me cry. Because <laughs> I'm going to slice their heads off. Okay, so this book. Oh, yeah, yeah. How is, like, the dialogue? Okay. Well, here I think it's time to play a little game. Okay, Ooh. I'd love to play a game. Do we have a game theme? We do. You okay. always play the Price is Right oh, song. Yeah, yeah. And I believe when we played this on the first New Jedi Order episode, I called it Lip or Shift. Because this is when I made you guys guess how many times he used the word lip. And we were oh, we were so far yeah. under. I have a much more expanded version. I'm okay. going I'm going a lot higher. Yeah, I'm this going time. this game. Three million. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. No, um, okay, let me get out my calculator here because I, what I forgot to do is I forgot to add these all up. Okay. I think what I should do. You should do it in your brain. <laughs> can't. Smart. We'll be here all day. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not smart. Um, no, we'll go. Let Let's go separately and then i'll try to give you a grand total okay now i will say i think and he would never admit this i think zon heard our episode okay and was like you know what i do use lip way too much okay so he took i'm now. gonna cut down on it good so i'm gonna tell you right now how many pursing lips to a to give you a parameter okay of the repetition of words he use he does use the word lips 44 times okay. in thrawn 
But that was before we released our episode That's complaining true. about it. That is true. Now, I don't have the count on this new book, by the way, because I don't own, like, the digital copy of it. Mm, okay. So I can't just do, like, a simple search on it. So in Thrawn Alliance is the second book. He only uses lips 23 times. Where He listened. He listened. Uh-oh. That means he listened to me oh, no. talk about how much I don't like him, playing both sides of the chest. Is that why he's not willing to come on our show? Because <laughs> yeah. we constantly say bad things about that, him as a writer? We haven't asked him. Maybe when he hears that I said he's back, baby, That's he'll want to come back to the show. <laughs> if, if he just stops the episode right there. My Okay. So okay. let me get you... Uh, nope. Uh, g- give me a cheeseburger <laughs> Let me get you a cheeseburger fries. real quick. Okay. I'm going to give you a few words. Okay. And I want you to guess how many times you can pick them up. All right. And is this in this one book or is this all books? You know what? I'm going to combine these. So the first one is perhaps. Hmm. Okay. Is this just, this is just in the new book or? This is a combine of the first two books in this new Thrawn trilogy. Perhaps. Perhaps. The word perhaps. Perhaps. I I can see, I can see Thrawn saying it in just about every sentence. Yeah. He's like, perhaps the rebels is blah, blah, blah. Mm. 800 and... No, no. 143. Perhaps. 143, okay. One with 365. One for every day of the year. (laughs) Okay, if we're playing by Price is Right rules, Jasmine wins, because you went over. Mm. Total in the first two books. Now, I think you would have been right if I would count this last one. You used it 200 times. So I might have been able to... Yeah, I might be over 365 if if you could count the last one. I'll bet, because there are times where he uses it like eight times in the same sentence because what Thrawn does perhaps 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 (laughs) yeah I got (laughs) it do you remember this weird device that I hated in the first Thrawn book which is like it's third person narration but then sometimes when it's uh, like a conversation between Thrawn and somebody else it'll like cut to Thrawn's perspective and it'll be like him deducing people like he's Sherlock Holmes yeah but all he's doing is just noticing basic things that anybody would notice like her face seems to hold sadness, perhaps fear. And it's like, well, if listen, if you're like not smart enough to know if it's yeah. sadness or fear, then you're not that smart. <laughs> I can see the difference between sadness yeah. and fear. But so and he I'm uses, dumb. right, and I'm not I'm even. a dumb egg. I had to use a calculator to do 86 <laughs> plus 14. Um, <laughs> that is pretty bad. Plus 114, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> 14. That's still so bad. pretty easily 200. <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, listen, math was ever my strong suit, but neither was podcasting so i don't know what i'm doing with my i life. got a suit made out of Teflon. okay so here's what that's my strong suit okay so here's what he does uh all the time he says the expression seems to hold fear or she lowers her mouth perhaps expressing mm. dissatisfaction mm. um yeah so i'm gonna give you this happens almost every dialogue and i'm gonna give you all the variations of there's something holds, and then an emotion, okay. right? So, how many times did he say their expression holds blankety blank? 83. Their expression holds blankety blank. I'm going to say 58. I've learned my lesson. Okay, hang on. Let me remember your numbers. <laughs> Do you remember your number? I think I, I remember I mine. Think. Okay, I think you said 83. And I, don't yeah, remember. I said 58. Okay, 58. Okay, so Jasmine wins. He Whoa. uses expression 124 times. Oh, so my God. Their expression holds blah, blah, blah. 124 times. <sighs> That's a lot. To that give nice. you a sense of how much that is, we're going to say that 124 times in a row right now. No, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How many times did he say that their voice held something? 
I'm going to get this one right on. It's 136. This is going to be exactly right. 101. What'd you say, Riley? 136. Okay, you guys are really not even close. Oh, oh no. It's 377 <gasps> Oh, times. no. Can you imagine was... reading that that many times? When you have to notice it, that's re- like when you notice something like that, yeah, it's yeah. really bad. Ooh. Because like I-, I think a lot of writers have little expressions that I yes. use a lot, but this is like- 370 times. Constant. That's, that's yeah. like once every page. Oh, it is once yeah. every page. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my that's God. True. That's no joke. Um, okay, how many times did he talk about people's eyes? Their eyes held fear, whatever. All right, this time I'm going to win. It's going to be lower than their voice because he can distinguish their voice patterns more than their eyes. I like this line of thought. So I think... He said that this. I'm gonna get this one exactly on this time. Okay, good, good. This one is gonna be 212 times. Okay. 121. All right, you were closer, Riley. Mm-hmm. 269 times. There you go. <laughs> Man, good god. Nice. <laughs> Lastly, but not leastly, face. How many times does somebody's face hold something? So here's hmm. here's my issue. Before we guess this, okay. Here's my issue. Yeah. These four things are basically the same. Yes. That's exactly but every, the problem. every single page, he's saying each of these different... Is he yeah. saying these clumped up together is the thing? I really... I'm sure I won't have to look too is he saying hard to find it. it the face yeah. expresses this. Their eyes show this. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's, this is often the case. Let me see if I can find an excerpt. So, like, all together, there's over a thousand times. I'm going to go to a random page, and I am positive I will land okay. on one of these Well, Well, my guess for this one is going to be 118. Okay, which 118. Is, which is going to be exactly right on. 181. 287. Ah. <laughs> 287 times, I was my really friends. Hoping, what if I had gotten that exactly right? That, I would, we would stop the podcast forever because we'd, ne- <laughs> we'd never get better than that. <laughs> so that is insane in my opinion. That is, that <laughs> is really insane. It's kind of unacceptable. that. Yeah. And it's just, again, we're supposed to be marveling at how he observes people. Yeah. But all he observes is that somebody's eyes Their facial look shifty, perhaps signifying <laughs> that they are uncomfortable. It's like, well, these are things that everybody, in fact, yeah. everybody innately notices without having to actively think about it. So the fact that yeah. he does actively think about it makes him seem less smart. He's not smart. But, it, and if you're thinking, well, it, Thrawn is so emotionless, he's trying to figure out human behavior. No, no, no. I thought that's what it was. We are supposed to be very impressed that he's noticing these things. Okay. Well, yeah. he is playing chess from both sides. He's playing 4D chess by noticing from what a smile is. From all dimensions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here, here's an example. As the emperor ordered, we serve at the Grand Admiral's command. The tone perhaps holds deference, perhaps holds pride. So there we have- Two perhaps. Two perhapses and two and, yeah. things that it could- Hold. And if you do that like three times in your book, that's fine. The next paragraph. Yeah. Oh, no. And that with a proper military response. Oh, and that with a proper military response, we could capture their records intact, Vader said. His voice perhaps <laughs> holds satisfaction. <laughs> that's good, Vader. Yes, I nailed it. I was practicing that <laughs> I one. I thought that was Admiral <laughs> Akbar for his. Hey, second. how's that going? I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> his voice perhaps holds satisfaction, perhaps understanding. It's Those like, are two, they're so different. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> it's like the reader has to read the book in Thrawn's voice in their head for it not to sound dumb. Then why don't right. they make the whole make the book whole from his point person. of view? Yeah. yeah um, well, yeah. because then you can't show both sides of the chessboard. That's true. Even though the other side is just people being like, Buh, Thrawn's so dumb, we got him. 
And then he's like, nope, actually. Actually, I've been four steps ahead And then of you. cut to him, congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> yeah, so it's just that uh, almost nothing. every chapter. You said you like this book, but you've this done is... nothing to convince me I that know. I need to read it. Exhausting. That's so what this book like. I was very irritated at the beginning because it was a lot of this. It was a lot of people being like, Thrawn, you're not smart. Wait, nope, he is. Mm-hmm. But as it goes along, it gets really, really great. And the ending of this book, I think, is pretty fantastic. Let's talk about the ending, because here's real spoilers if you're going to read this book. Yeah. We're going to talk about the ending. Play the real spoiler alert. I'll play the real spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) So... The end of this book, like he, he uncovers, oh hey, Jim over there, the new guy was actually he was hiring these Grisk to do his dirty work for him so he could try to sabotage the Death Star plans. Because he's a um, secret rebel or he just No, he's just a jerk it. and okay. he feels like the Empire is wasting their time on this mm. dumb Death Star project. Well, to be fair, yes. Yeah. They also heavenly ins- insinuate in this book that if Thrawn had his way and they used the TIE Defenders instead of the Death Star, that it would have worked. Well, yeah, of because course, the pro- so because, But mostly because they're stealthy and able to cause such an enormous amount of destruction, whereas the Death Star is like a you know gigantic red blinking light in the middle it. of the galaxy. Yeah. So it would have been way harder to defeat Thrawn. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. But it also ends with, throughout the book, Krennic has like an assistant to the regional Krennic, <laughs> like Toady by his side nice. the whole time, whose uh, last name is Ronin. And he's just sucking up the Krennic the whole time. Thrawn, uh, it'll surprise you to hear, kind of picks up on this weakness of his. And he, the end of the book is kind of like him saying, uh, okay, listen. Krennic is totally getting screwed by Tarkin. He's going to get killed. Tarkin's going to take all the credit for this thing, and you're going to be out of a job. They're either going to kill you, or you're going to get demoted, or whatever. You should come work for me. Come work for the Chiss Ascendancy. You you want to fight these Grisk people? We do, too. You're going to be doing the same thing, but for the team that's actually going to win. And so he kind of utilizes, he kind of blackmails him. He kind of just manipulates this Imperial into mm-hmm. defecting to the Chiss. That's kind of cool. It's really good. It's a well-written chapter. It's very fun. And um, the other thing that's kind of cool with the way this ends is there is a female Chiss who is kind of in charge of the Chiss Ascendancy. Okay. Um, who Mark Thompson voices like Edna Mode from The Incredibles. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. And the the bad guy of the book literally... Just Sean Connery. <laughs> so distracting. Uh, and then the Toady, the Ronin guy, he voices like the great Gazoo from the Flintstones. It's really mm, bad. Excuse me. I, oh, it's Thompson. real bad. It, it, it's extra frustrating because I feel like what Zahn's going for is something a little bit more heady Nuanced and like and... Uh, more grounded characters, yeah. less bombastic disputes. Mm-hmm. And then here is... Mark Thompson making it into a way more cartoony than even Rebels Making it, is. remember that episode fan fiction we did where you did um, Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart? Stewart? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. That's what, exactly like, what I thought of. Yeah. I was like, we have this normal fan fiction, and then this is the guy just doing Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. very frustrating. Um, so, 
Thrawn kind of has to choose between like the admiral uh, of the Chiss is like, hey, we we really need you. I know you're about to go do this mission on um, Lethal, but I don't know how long you're going to be gone. But if you're gone for too long, you might not have anything back to come back to. Thrawn's like, I got to see this through. Mm-hmm. This is be no big deal. I can take care of these rebels, no problem. And she's like, yeah. okay. Which is, and it kind of ends it there. That's kind of cool. Uh, with the knowledge that Thrawn really not only lost the battle against the rebels, Maybe but the Chiss like might be yeah. mostly wiped out <clears throat> at this point. <clears throat> which is, I guess, them trying to kind of explain, like, hey, hey here's why you don't see these guys in any yeah. of the movies. <laughs> I would love, I would love for Thrawn to come back. Maybe him and Ezra are allies. Maybe Ezra's bad now. I don't care. But mm. I want Thrawn to come back with the Chiss. I want yeah. Thrawn to be separate from the Empire now. Yep. And when we see Thrawn next time, I would love to hit for him. I would love for the, like the Chiss to be the enemy. That would be so cool, buddy. I just I want you to stay tuned for a little fan fiction coming up. <laughs> hey. soon. Uh, Chiss ascendancy is like the coolest thing. It's really because cool. of how mysterious they are. It's that classic thing of like when you show the monster, it becomes less interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's how the Chiss have always been. Even in old EU, yeah. like, you did not know much about them. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me get into this weird little detail that's brought up. Um, the Chiss Ascendancy have this collection of navigators who are like young Chiss girls between 7 and 14. What? And they have this weird power called the Third Sight. Mm, what? They can see through space and like what have some connection with the force or hmm. the vong force or you know something yeah. like that but there's also a thing called the second sight which some chis has where they like you can see each, into each other's uh souls into the mind and soul of another person but if two people had the second sight and they looked at each other they would just get die. lost in each other's minds and souls forever and they'd like go insane that's kind so of die cool, that's yeah, kind of a yeah. Cool okay. concept, which is weird but- it's almost like turning him into the Navi a little bit. Like, but. Yeah, completely I, new. It's a cool concept that I wish so wasn't new, about the huh? Chiss. I don't, I've never heard of that ever. Okay. No. No. The Chiss were like so mysterious before. Maybe there's a comic book where like some Chiss has the third sight <laughs> or something like that. But yeah. like, I don't, I don't remember it ever don't, being in I don't in like that being a Chiss thing. Yeah. It'd be cool if that was like a new species. Yeah. But it's, and it's, not, it's definitely weird. implied that not everybody has it. Yeah, so it's okay. not like all the Chiss can do this. They're like, what are those mm-hmm. like a... Uh, Indigo children, is that where it comes from? Because they're they're like the you ever have you ever heard that myth of like indigo children like on our planet? Earth, oh yeah, yeah. Where there's like these children who have kind of abilities like right. that, you know, like mm-hmm. they're special. That's and hey, like indigo, young Jedi's. blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh hey, mm-hmm. hey, now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Grandma's mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very interesting. But yeah, yeah, like the end of this book sets up a lot of little things, kind of right at the end, where you're like, oh, this is gonna play into something. Yeah, you know they set up that these Grix are still out there. They set up that the Chiss are probably going to have some kind of major war that they lose, even if it's just a sub like a preamble to whatever Filoni does next. And they also set up this. There's this uh, female admiral that's on uh, the Chimera with Thrawn, who hates Thrawn, and kind of ends the book by wanting him dead. Her last name's Pharaoh. She's pretty cool. I'll, I'll bet, but it's kind of weird that they introduce her. Kind of gave a promotion at the end, and then the book's over. Yeah. So I just feel like this is all setting up something. But this is a trilogy. It's a very weird trilogy with no real story. Yeah. Uh, it seems like each book is very contained. Yeah, I felt like I could have picked this up without reading right. the first two, and I, I wouldn't have had any 
confusion. Hmm. Which is very unlike his old series. Yeah. Where you, oh my if god! If you tried to pick up the third book without the first two, <laughs> I'll tell you why. Good luck. I, yeah, I tell you why I felt like I, I wanted to read this third one was because I remembered like you know Dark, not Dark Force Rising, The Last Command, the mm. third of the original Thrawn trilogy is so insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll bet Zahn's saving all the crazy stuff for the last one. He kind of did, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not. There is a clone of Luke, <laughs> and there are, f- like, force wraiths that are just, like, shadow <laughs> beings. You don't have uh, the Emperor's spirit inhabiting Endor, like, the Endor wreckage and stuff. Like, like in episode, episode nine. nine. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I wonder how Thrawn, how Thrawn, how Zahn feels about that. I swear, every time we mess up Thrawn and Zahn, I get angry at him for naming his character Thrawn. Oh, it's yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not a mistake. No, Zahn's name is used in the Old us. Republic games, right? Huh? Isn't there Zahn's name is used in the Old Republic games, right? Like the Zahn Ascendancy or something? No, I don't think so. Oh, I think I'm right. Maybe. <laughs> Can't wait to school you guys. <laughs> Put that in in post. Okay. <laughs> He was thinking of the Zan Consortium. Uh, yeah. I I do think that, as much as people were like, they should have just gone with the Thrawn trilogy, uh, I think they're bringing the stuff that was cool about the Thrawn trilogy into new canon. Yeah. And the stuff that was the real stuff boring. stuff that was bad, like Jeruus Sabaoth. Yeah, no one's missing Jeruus Sabaoth. Yeah. I still sometimes laugh when I think about you trying to pronounce his name, and you're like, Jeruus Kabalf? And it was Listen, very funny. That's another word that I'd only ever read. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, if you read it, it looks like Kabalf. Kabalf. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like, I listened to that book a little bit first, and then I would go to the book, and I was like, yeah. oh, this is Sabaoth? <laughs> I, I mean, Sabaoth. I guess that's how you pronounce it. You but could do it like that, I his guess. His guess is as good as mine. Yeah. So yeah. what do you rate this book? Oh, yeah, let's get your rating. Our patented rating oh, scale. Oh, the patented rating have. scale. I was foolishly about to ask. On what scale? Well, listen, here's the scale I want you to use today, okay? Let's hear it. So, like most scales, you have a one, two, and a three. Sure. Mm -hmm. But it stops there. You either weigh one pound, two pounds, or three pounds. Exactly. Yeah. So, you might think, well, there's just three ratings. Well, actually, you got pluses and minuses. So, if you you think something's a little better than a one, but it's not as good as a two, you can Uh give that a one plus. Uh Now, I don't want to blow your mind. Well, then, should I stop listening? No, I want you to keep listening. Okay. I just hope that you can make it through this. I'm going to hold my head so it doesn't pop off my neck. Previously, I have said that the scale ends at three. You got one, two, three, and pluses and minuses. Yes. It's all easy to remember. You have to remember, though, Jake, there is a secret fourth. And if there, if the book is extra special- I was going to say that really I hit good, one out of the park with Jasmine. She liked she, that She's really she's been laughing she for liked that about five minutes straight. <laughs> so- but here's here's the thing. You yeah, got that yeah, secret yeah. fourth if you find oh this especially God! Great. So, but there's no four plus. It just stops at the secret fourth. Whoa. So. You think in like the unknown regions of the rating scale, there's a four plus there might be a four plus out there. there someday. Oh, man. When we rate enough things four and we realize we need something a little bit yeah, better, we, start we might getting... have to get a four plus in there. I think that the only thing to get a four is not coming from any of us. A Gurge threw out a four. <laughs> Gurge threw out a four. But we have not. No, but we will. Yeah, we'll throw one out of I'm sure, very soon. Are you going to do it this week? No. <laughs> I'm going to give this a two plus. Two plus. That's I respectable. Like, I like a lot of this book, and I think the main thing with this series is just I dislike the entire device that Zahn uses of going inside Thrawn's head and having to endure him read facial expressions like he's some super brain genius. When he's, when he's just an average human. He's just noticing things that anybody would. Yeah. 
Uh, that yeah. things things that are like you know what it reminds me of <laughs> is if you play L.A. Noir. Oh yes, and you have the scenes where you know you're like trying to figure out if someone's lying to you, right? And right. so they'll say something. You're like, nah, I haven't seen him in about three weeks. And then the animation for their face starts, and they go like, yeah, they, like, <laughs> it looks like they just ate a sour patch kid. Yeah, it's like it's so obvious that they're lying. Yeah, that's like what Thrawn is doing here. It's just mm-hmm. like he's seeing normal things, and he's like, yes. oh. I'm a genius. I can tell he's lying. That's a great way of looking at it. <laughs> if you've never played the game L.A. Noir, you have to at least look up yeah. some clips of like the he's investigation. He's Cole. He's Cole it's, from. Uh, he's, he's Cole from <laughs> L.A. Noir, and it's it's so funny the facial expressions they have. That's it's very so clear funny. That they're lying, and he hasn't even reached like a late game stage <laughs> no. where people are better at lying. He's no. like in the first mission where like people are basically like pointing to the lie button they're on like the screen. They're like whispering, "I'm lying." <laughs> <laughs> Like, they'll say something, and then they, like, shake their head and, like, no, I didn't. Yeah, this is a pretty good book. I, like, if you're in it for big details for, like, things to come and connective tissue, it's really not that. It's just kind of a cool story. Mm-hmm. If you want more Rogue One Rebels era stuff, mm. it's, this nice, is it. it's nice to revisit that time. Right. Well, good. Two we plus. Did we did it. We Two talked plus. about Thrawn. Any other final comments? I think that Zahn just needs somebody to tell him, hey, man, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> you need to cut he's this kinda, part out. He's kind of Star Wars book royalty. you be that person? Jeez. I'll just tweet him. I'm sure he'll love this. I'll tweet yeah. him, and I'll be like, hey, man, just the good stuff <laughs> next time, Constructive huh? criticism. Here's my constructive criticism. The parts that are bad, get rid of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> really helpful. Because you got a lot of good stuff. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Yeah. This has been uh, another week of Grand Moff Talking. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on Twitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Email us. Our, our Twitter stuff will be in like the For the love of God, yeah. rate us and review rate us, us on and Apple review Podcasts. Us. Email us. Grand I don't know Moff if it does anything for the show, but I want to see them. Yeah. I think we're past the point where our show can, unless we get like a, like a big explosion of reviews, I don't know. Yeah. Freaking head pops off. <laughs> You're trying to regain that. Yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work. This but time. I think we need like if some celebrity endorsed us. That's what we need. We need to mm-hmm. get in. We need to get someone you know, in that here. That person's not going to be Zon. We need to get a guest that will we do. really bump up our numbers. We do. Yeah. Because our all of our this whole episode we talked about getting the voice actor for Kyle Katarn. Hey, I don't know if he's got the pull to bring in big numbers. I bet but he, he could bring in some numbers. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get two more listeners than normal. Um. This whole episode, all of our microphone stands have been falling down. Yeah. We need to make money. But hey, somehow better than that last episode. Somehow you know what? it is somehow. better than that. What if the audio is worse? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, okay, so anyway, do all those things. Rate us, review us, love us. Say hello yeah. on Twitter. Please. Uh, and for another week, this has been delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern Thrawn, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jake, mm-hmm. Jasmine. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. The conclusion holds uncertainty. Perhaps certainty. Let's do it.
Okay, so here we go. I'm gonna test myself first while I am talking. Gross. There's no, <laughs> there's no way that I will talk louder than this right here. <laughs> there's no possible way that I would speak louder than this. Ha ha ha! Okay, that I think that's nice. a good volume for me. She sells seashells by the seashore. Okay. Christina, the other week, said Sally sells seashells by the seashore. And I was like, what? What? And she's like, that's how we always said it growing up. And I was like, the from? whole tongue twister is that you yeah, say she sells seashells. Where is she from? She's from Oregon. Yeah, they're weird. Sounds there. like some West Coast <laughs> nonsense. It does. Like, hey, man, tongue twisters are too hard. Hey, Let's make them a little easier. You know that uh, the trailer for Far From Home had that scene where Peter Parker here to pick up a passport? Yeah. That wasn't in the movie. No, there was a bunch of stuff cut out that they're going to make into like a little short film on the DVD. Uh, like, you remember the scene with like he was saving the day and the cops came and he was kind of ragging on him a little bit? Yeah. I feel normal. <laughs> oh. So I've been, I like, okay, here's my story. Let's hear a little story. Three weeks ago. Yeah. I threw a rib out while at work. I Ooh. like strained something and I threw a rib out and I didn't really realize it. Mm. It like kind of hurt when I would push on it and I had some like weird pains there. But because of that, I started like walking weird at work while I was doing things. So then because I was walking weird, I threw my hip out. Oh, no. And then because my hip was out, I was walking even weirder, and it threw my back out. And my top three vertebrae were, like, curved to Ooh. the right. So I went to the chiropractor, and she adjusted everything, and it felt good for, like, a day. And then the next day, my neck was killing me. And now my <laughs> hip is back to hurting, and my neck. Buddy, you just, it's all falling apart. 30. <laughs> I, I turned 30. Seriously. And it's like, I'll be 31 in like five days, I guess. Dang, I didn't realize that you were already 30. I thought you were 29. For some <laughs> no, I'm 31. Same. I guess that was when we started the podcast. Yeah. We've been doing this for like two we've years now. We've been doing now. it for a while. So yeah, so I'm my body is just completely falling apart. <laughs> it reminds me of that it's joke fine. in uh, Kimmy Schmidt where like she's talking on the phone with her boyfriend. He's like, oh, don't forget, the new iPhone comes out today, so that means our old phones are going to... And like, it just like crumbles in his hand <laughs> as he's speaking. <laughs> yep, exactly. That is my body. Midichlorian stuff. That's one thing people really love is midichlorians. What if they just found Luke on the island? What is that? Fire. There's a fire. Fire. That is a fire. Oh. Oh. <laughs> She's smoking. <laughs> we don't need him. We don't. No, we can just keep going. We can finally see what we think about Riley for once in oh. our lives. If he didn't own all this equipment, I don't think there's no reason to be here. No, no, no. Think about all the places where we could record if he didn't know all this stuff. Anywhere. 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 We could go to an IHOP and record the show there. I went to IHOP this morning. Oh. Oh, hey, Riley. Hey, Riley. <laughs> um, huh, I hope you guys weren't talking about no, me. No, 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 no. Never. No. We love you so much. Um, yeah, and we love that you have the equipment. <laughs> huh. Huh. Can't wait to listen to this one back. <laughs> what if? Riley, I am just falling struggling apart today. today. I just like breathed in my water. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm dying. Hey, how about we don't name a character Lebjow? Spell this for me. L e b. Okay, capital L e b, capital J a u. There's no space in between them. Lebjow. Lebjow. 
That's bad. I don't like it. That's bad. Yeah, it's there's not a way good. to do good Star Wars names, and there's a way to do bad Star Wars names. Yeah, he found a way to he do a bad one. He found a way to do a bad one. I just realized your doors are blue and red. Really? Yeah. It took me that long. I thought you said really like you didn't notice that. No. <laughs> like really? They no, are? really? <laughs> no, it's just they've been that way for like the last five times you've been to my house. Yeah. I that just... one's yellow. Did you notice that? No. It took me a while to <laughs> realize this too, by the way. Jasmine. <laughs> Look, I've had a lot of things on my mind. I tried <laughs> to reference the guitar in his wall and he's like, that hasn't been there for like a year and <laughs> a half. That is true. The guitar hasn't been gone like, for a long oh. time.